Hi guys, and welcome back to Zero Correlation. I'm Cheryl Chuvin, and as always, I'm coming to you from, you guessed it, my bathroom floor. Still the best place in my apartment to record a podcast, the quietest, the best acoustics, and at this point, we're just consistent. We are always coming from the bathroom floor because you gotta be consistent, you gotta be reliable, you need to hold yourself accountable, you know, all those good things. I did not realize that this past Friday, if you're listening to this on the 16th, so the 14th, two days ago, was Valentine's Day. It like completely just missed my mind and I totally would have spoken about it on last week's podcast, but guys, really, are we still doing Valentine's Day in the year 2020? Like really? And yes, some of you might say I'm bitter because I'm single and I'm only saying this because I'm single but it's not true. I think Valentine's Day is always stupid. I don't think you need one day a year where you need to show and prove your love to someone. You should show everyone in your life that you love them every day. You don't need one special day. And seriously, if I was in Midtown Manhattan on Thursday night or Friday and saw one more man holding a bouquet of flowers, I was going to like scream. Not because I wasn't getting flowers, because frankly, I don't give a shit. It doesn't bother me. I don't need flowers. I love flowers, but I don't need flowers. But it's just like, really? You're telling the love of your life, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your fiance, your husband, your wife, whatever, that you love them so much that let me get you some flowers? No. Nothing says I love you like flowers. Don't get me wrong. I love flowers. They're beautiful. Once upon a time, I wanted to be a florist. I think they're great, but like, I don't know, at least get me like chicken nuggets or something or like a lot of donuts or a puppy. Don't get me flowers. That's not what I want for Valentine's Day. And then it just also got me thinking again, is it time to date, to date, to delete all my dating apps? Because really, they are driving me crazy. Nobody talks on them. That's A. B, the people are all annoying And if you follow me on Instagram, you saw this week that I got the weirdest message from someone telling me that I don't look like a typical Upper West Side Jew. Dude, I don't really even know who you are. and I don't know if you're listening, but that is not a compliment. I was not complimented. I was not flattered. I did not. I did not think that was like a good, smooth line. So. You just made me even more pissed off. So I was annoyed about Valentine's Day. And then I was annoyed about this message. But everyone, let's be realistic. The earth probably only has like, I don't know, let's say 10 to 20 years left. So it's fine. The world will end soon. So there'll be no more Valentine's Day. So not too much longer do we all just have to suffer. Because think about it. Everyone hates paper straws. So everyone's basically killing all the sea turtles. And the world's going to end and we're going to ruin the environment. So... You only have a little bit left of time. That's not even proper English. There's only a little bit of time left for you to have to worry about Valentine's Day and all these other stupid PDA situations. If you're posting on Facebook or Instagram every day how much you love your significant other, dude, are you trying to convince me? Are you trying to convince yourself? I'm not saying you don't post cute pictures of you and your significant other, I'm not saying you don't post snaps, a uh, snap, Insta stories, I'm not saying you don't post things, I'm just saying when you write these like 
long love messages about how amazing they are and how they're your forever soulmate. Guys, forever is a really long time. You don't know what's happening next week, next month, or next year. Your forever date, F that. You don't know that for sure. And again, I'm not bitter. I'm really not. I love love. I love when people are happy. I love when people are in relationships. But like everyone just like take a step back and like pipe down and like just realize that if you love and care someone, a family member, a significant other, a friend or whatever, tell them every day, not just on one day that Hallmark decided to pick this day. And I know St. Valentine and all that and blah, blah, blah. That's not just because they said February 14th is love day. It's when I have to love extra. No, love extra all the time. Love is one of those things you should always have an abundance. You should always have it overflowing and you should always have extra of it, not just on February 14th. So again, I'm not bitter. I don't care that I'm single, but really guys, cut the crap with this Valentine shit. So I don't know if you remember me talking about last week that now Amazon even has a dating app where you literally essentially people have prices on them and you can buy people on Amazon to date. I'm not really fully sure how it works because I really didn't look too closely into it. Um, But what I did see is that it was slim pickings. And if that's really all that's out there, it's really sad. But with that being said, I read this week that Jeff Bezos just bought the most expensive home ever sold in California. So he just bought an expensive, massive home, but he's single. So is this like a follow-up from Amazon launching their dating app? Is he looking for a missus to fill it with or just a hot girlfriend? Like, is Jeff Bezos doing this horrific dating app on Amazon just because he's looking for a significant other and trying to help himself out? Or does he just want to get in on like the monopoly of dating apps? It's a lot of things, a lot of questions. I don't know. I do think that eventually Jeff Bezos is going to take over the world. But like, dude, you cheated on your wife. So what the hell do you know about love? And what the hell do you know about dating apps and dating and being out there? Also, you're like a short little man who isn't even that attractive. So if you're going to find love, it's not on a dating app because no one's going to find you attractive anyways. I know that's harsh and I know I'll probably get hate for that. But it's true. Like... If you're not hot in your pictures, no one's swiping you. If you don't have cool pictures and witty sayings, no one's swiping you. And even once they do swipe you, it's like a needle in a haystack of the people that someone will actually talk to. Like I was saying last week, just because you match doesn't mean that either person is going to talk on the app. And if one person does talk, doesn't mean someone's going to respond. Again, dating apps are so stupid. I'm really getting sick of them. And I know I say this all the time, but I really think I'm on the verge of deleting them all because they're a waste of time. They hurt my head. They drive me crazy and they just piss me off. And like, it just like really makes me think like, is this all that's out there? Please tell me there's more than this. This this can't be it. It just can't be. I, I'm really holding out for it to be more than this, but this is what it seems right now. And then I was talking to my sister this week, and I don't know what we were talking about. Oh, I remember. She was saying how it's so dry. I was like, yeah, it's winter. You know, you have to drink even more in the winter and in the summer. Common misconception. People think you need to drink more in the summer, but it's actually the winter because the air is so drying. 
And I was like, yeah, like we're made up mostly of water. We're basically cucumbers with feelings. Because cucumbers are also basically made up of water, but obviously they're cucumbers. So no brain, no feelings, no emotion, all that crap. But I don't know. It's like I sometimes feel like I'm literally just a cucumber with feelings. And if you don't know what that means, maybe you're not a cucumber with feelings. But sometimes I just feel like I'm like just there and like, I don't know, I'm filled with water. Cucumbers are filled with water. Got to hydrate. Cucumbers have to hydrate, but I have many, many feelings. This rant doesn't make sense if you don't get it. I mean, obviously it doesn't make sense if you don't get it, but like either you get it or you don't. Like you either understand that you're a cucumber with feelings or you don't get it. It's one or the other. There's no in between. The same way, if you don't know what big dick energy is, just means you don't have it. It's one of those all or nothing things. You either have it or you don't, you know? You either know how to do things or you don't. You either know how to sing or you're like me and you can't sing. Or you know how to dance. Or you're like me you probably have no rhythm. Or you know how to be a people pleaser. Or you're not. Like some things are just you do or you don't. And being a cucumber with feelings. You either get it or you don't. It's one of those things. We need to discuss my newfound love for hockey. And you may think, wow, Cheryl, you're into sports? Like, this is new. No. I'm saying because, A, hockey fans are no joke. Literally, they get so into the game. Like, yes, all sports fans of any sport or any team love it. They love their team. They love their sport. No. Hockey fans are no joke. They are the real deal. They get so into it. They are screaming. They are yelling. They are cheering. They are... They're no joke. But let me talk about the really important things. And again, this is just my opinion. So you might think I'm wrong, but I'm not. But you might think I am. Hockey players are the most attractive athletes. And hear me out. All of them. Like, all of them are attractive. I, after the game, well, first of all, at the game, all the hockey players were super attractive. Like, super and then after the game, or I say the next day, I went and looked online for like hockey players. They're all hot. Like all of them. Is it like a prerequisite to become a hockey player? You have to be attractive. Is it like on the application? Must be talented, must be at least an eight requirement. If you're not an eight, don't even bother applying. I'm really not kidding. Hockey players are so hot. Football players not attractive. Baseball players, hit or miss. Basketball players, also hit or miss. Some of them are attractive and some of them aren't. Like, I don't know. It's like hit or miss in most places. But oh my God, all these hockey players are so freaking hot. And as I'm thinking this, I literally hear a little girl behind me in the stadium. Is it called a stadium? A ring? A hockey ring? A stadium? I don't know what it's called. Someone let me know. This little girl goes to her mom like, wow, they're all so hot. And I'm, I literally turned around. And I was like, I just said the same thing. Hockey players are so attractive. Is this mean I need to go find a hockey player to date? If anyone knows of any hockey players who wish to date me, send them my way. Tell them I'm a great cook. I'm a great baker, highly sarcastic, and I have big dick energy. I think that's all my good selling points, don't you? Like, I don't know. 
I want to go to hockey games all the time now. No, truthfully, hockey games are so fast-paced and so fun and so much action. I mean, personally, I wish they beat each other up more because I just like watching that because I find it highly entertaining. But they're really so good-looking. I really think it must be a requirement on the application. Must have talent. Must be hot. At least an 8 out of 10. If you're not an 8 out of a 10, please don't even look our way because we're not interested in you. I really think that's what it is. I also really think I'm probably highly delusional and people either A are like, Cheryl, you sound like you're crazy. Obviously, they don't care what people look like to play a sport. And two, people might think they're not all hot. But I'm here to tell you you're wrong. Hockey players are all hot. I want to go to more hockey games just so I could see the attractive men on the ice. But also, it's freezing in there, so they need to, like, give out extra layers as you walk in. I understand, like, they need to keep it cold because they're on ice and they don't want them to slip and fall or whatever. But, like, it's freezing in there. So somebody, like, I don't know, think of a solution to that. Hand out sweatshirts. Make sweatshirts cheaper to buy. Hand out hats. Hand out, like, those hand warmer things. I don't know. I was really cold, but again, this sounds corny, but the men were hot. I was cold and the men were hot. So if anyone wants to take me to a hockey game, I am most definitely interested in going. I don't, I don't care who you are. Let's go to a hockey game because it is highly entertaining and they're just pretty to look at. And I love looking at pretty things. It is time for my favorite part of this whole podcast. You guessed it. Again, share explaining. If you don't remember what share explaining is, it's when I give you a definition from Urban Dictionary, Urban Dictionary, and then I give you my definition and my interpretation. This week's a little bit different because I found this term not on Urban Dictionary, even though I love Urban Dictionary. It's literally one of my favorite, favorite things. And I saw the funniest meme. It said, Urban Dictionary is like an older brother that teaches you the things your parents, Wikipedia and Thesaurus, think you're too young to understand. Which you actually think about that, it's hysterical. Urban Dictionary gives you like the cool terms or maybe inappropriate terms or things people usually don't talk about or things you didn't even realize you needed to know. So Urban Dictionary is kind of like my Bible. I love it. Um, But this term, actually, I found an article from Bustle. If you don't know what Bustle is, it's also like one of those cool millennial fashion, makeup, lifestyle, entertainment, books, TV, gives you like all the information, all the things you need to know. And Bustle's great. So this term I found on Bustle, not Urban Dictionary, but it's the same exact idea as share explaining from urban dictionary so this week the definition is called cosplaying and it's funny because at first i was like what the heck is that but then i read and it made more sense so i'm gonna read to you what bustle says cosplaying is this is their paragraph so listen to the full thing sometimes casual flings fizzle out it's all part of playing the dating game 
However, have you ever had a former date message you months later asking you to like their Instagram page because they're trying to become a big time influencer? If so, you've been cosplayed. Cosplaying is finishing with someone only to have them contact you for a favor. I don't know about anybody else, but this has happened to me. I think is the most obnoxious thing. First of all, like I've said millions of times before, do not ghost me. Do not ghost me. You don't want to go out with me? That's fine. You don't like me? That's fine. Tell me. Be a man. Have some balls and tell me. That's A. We always say that. We. I always say that I hate ghosting. But if you ghost me, who the hell do you think you are to then ask me for a favor or contact me or reach out to me later? I'm sorry. You ghosted me. Your loss. F off. We're done. This happened to me many years ago. I was dating this guy for like, I don't know, six weeks. He was bad news. He lied. It was bad news. But for some reason, I was still totally hooked on him. So when he ghosted me, I was actually very, very upset. But like eventually I got over it, whatever. I want to say maybe a month or two later after literally he ghosted me mid-conversation out of nowhere, totally blindsided. Again, not that it really mattered in the long scheme of in the long in the big scheme of things because he sucked, but he literally texted me months later after we were we were like going on dates and stuff for like six weeks. Hey Cheryl, do you know so and so? Can you set me up with them? Excuse me, what? A, we're not friends. We were never friends. So no, why would I set you up with someone? B, are you fucking kidding me? You were going on dates with me. You weren't even a man enough to tell me that you wanted to stop going on dates. So you ghosted me like a five-year-old. And then you had the audacity to ask me to set you up with someone because you saw we were Facebook friends and you saw that we were mutual friends. Are you out of your goddamn mind? Were you dropped as a child, as a baby? Did your mom drop you? Like, what? Are you insane? No, I would never set you up with someone else. First of all, that girl and me weren't even close friends. Second of all, if we were, I would not uh, subject someone to your idiocy and your disgustingly obnoxiousness if you're that much of a baby to ghost someone. And three, you ghosted me. Fuck off. Why are you reaching out to me? Why are you talking to me? I don't like you. I don't want to talk to you. We are not friends. Do not ask me for a flavor, for a flavor, for a favor. Basically, he cosplayed me. I didn't even know that was a thing at the time. This must have been like four or five years ago. But seriously, like, are you serious? You really did that? And then I was thinking, this happens all the time. People ghost, which again, like I always say, is the most childish thing on the planet. And then they literally think it's okay to ask someone for a favor to reach out to them and be like, hey, can you uh, set me up with so-and-so or do you know this or can you like my page? No, go away. You're stupid, ugly, and I hate you and you're tacky. But no, don't cosplay me. So if that's happened to anybody, I feel you. It's happened to me. And people like that just suck and you can't let them bother you because they literally are so self-absorbed and so selfish and live in their own la-la land that they probably don't even realize what they're doing is disgusting and rude and mean. And you know what? That just makes me feel sorry for them that they're literally that self-absorbed and that crazy that they don't know what they're doing is wrong.
Like, really. You need help. Go get help. Just get help. But that is Share Explaining this week. As always, do your squats. Don't let anyone be mean to you. And just live life. Live your best life. Love yourself every day, not just on Valentine's Day. It's still fresh start February. It's 2020. Possibilities are endless. So many exciting things are coming your way. Just let them happen. Be open to good things coming your way. Be open to new things coming your way. And they come, I promise. I know. I'm really the hot mess over here, so you shouldn't be taking life advice from me. But this is one thing I'm actually pretty confident about. Just have confidence, open yourself up to good things, and good things will come your way. As always, I'm Cheryl Chuvin. This is Zero Correlation, and thank you for listening.